The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Okay, this episode gets a little wild and chaotic at times, so we hope you'll forgive us, but I do think we deliver on some not often heard perspectives on forgiveness, including why it's a matter of hygiene and health. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Welcome to the episode. About forgiveness. Are you excited to talk about forgiveness? (laughs) Forgiving? I think most people are not very excited to talk about well, forgiveness. Well, we, but we're going to make it fun. Yes, and we entertaining. will have some hopefully helpful tips for you all. But before we get into the topic, we wanted to kind of tell you what's been going on. So we are preparing for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> preparing for Christmas. Now, we... <clears throat> I love Christmas, people. I love Yes, there's Mariah Carey, and then right (laughs) below Mariah Carey is Sienna Lee Tajiri. Yeah? (laughs) I I love Christmas. So anyways, I just wish oftentimes that I had more time to prepare for Christmas. And the funny thing about it is most people start to scramble around Christmas, right? But we know it's coming. Like we have, we can create the head start we need. We all, we just don't do it. And so I have had years where so on it, um, I think the pandemic year, I was totally on it because what else was there to do, but plan for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I think, I think that year we wrapped everything. We had them in all, most of, um, for Toast and I, most of the gifts need to be shipped back home to Hawaii or back to California where we lived for almost, I don't know, 15 years or mm-hmm. longer Around longer for ish. me. But anyways, yeah. so we have to, we, we shop, we wrap, we, we put them in flat rate boxes, so on and so forth. So just before we, we pressed record here, we went through a whole bunch of things and our system. So we thought this might help some of you who love Christmas and love to prepare. We, um, we get plastic bags. So they're, they're your basic trash bag, um, liners, clear, clear liners. We get plastic bags or sometimes, um, a freezer gallon size Ziploc will suffice and you write the person's name on it. Or if it's a family, you write the family's name on it. And throughout the year, as you see something that you think they would love, you put it in that bag. And all of these bags get stored in an area, wherever you have room. For us, we have a cabinet that we use now. But you could absolutely just use a large cardboard box and just fit everything in there, close it up on the side of it, right? Christmas gifts or something like that. So you can see it. But that's what we do. And 
so we, we just got through doing a whole bunch of that. And it helps to have, now. when you write the, the name on the plastic bag, it helps to have like the largest Sharpie you can possibly yes, buy. Yes, a big fat Sharpie. Like, I think it's literally ones. called the king size one. I don't know officially, but it's, it's a metal encased Sharpie. It's not your plastic, you know, black cap, gray writing sharpie it, it's right. like really it's, huge it's a, um it looks serious <laughs> the yes. sharpie yes yeah so it's like a special operation sharpie and then yeah it also comes in really handy to have it be clear because then you can yeah. see what is in the dang bag right yes yeah. absolutely and we it's also good to have post-its around too um and again with the with the gallon ziplocs those are good, like say if you got like a little trinket for someone, you know, it just you don't need the overkill of the giant bag. So anyways, just a if, little tip for you all. Now, dear listener, if you happen to have a tip, uh, please feel free to comment on our blog post for this episode mm-hmm. or uh, on the social media post, which will yeah, be associated with this episode. Yeah, because... Yeah, I would love to hear tips. I love it's tips. Really, oh yeah, my God, I love really tips, fun. especially Christmas tips. <laughs> and here's, okay, this is my own tip that I have done very haphazardly. But gosh, every January, I think I'm going to do this Christmas tip and I don't. Okay, so I think for most of us, and first of all, let me just, well, let me say that my love language is giving and receiving gifts. This is my number two love language. So it's not my top one, but it's my number two. So I love giving presents. So for the most part, the people who we give a birthday present to also get a Christmas present for the most part. And I've always had this dream of going through the year when I'm shopping for their birthday present you know, normally you have a few options. You're like, should I do this or should I do that? To just buy two things, but get the get both things mm-hmm. and then put one of them for Christmas. And mm-hmm. then by the time Christmas rolls around, you're done with the exception of the December people. So I think that's, am I wrong? Isn't that you know, an it's efficient su- idea? In concept, in the abstract, <laughs> it sounds like it would really and work. So I don't works. know why you're like for doing January, that, February, or I don't know why March. you're not doing it. Um, but it does depend on having several options at the time that you are shopping for your birthday. It does, present. and it, it, sometimes uh, you don't have a couple. And it's of also options, budget. Right? So it depends on no the budget, kidding. and yes, it's budget. also. If you want to do um, fun treats for Christmas, then it's then it's different, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't buy edibles. Well, not those kind of <laughs> edibles, but you can't buy like... Things with expiration dates. Yes, you can't yeah. do that in yeah. advance. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was so long for like a little, little tip there. But hopefully you found that helpful. Okay. And that was fun. It was fun to talk about that. But next, we have to deliver on this episode's topic. So next, we are going to talk about forgiveness and kind of forgiveness as being sort of like a kind of hygiene. Okay. So when we started preparing for this episode and jotting down notes and stuff... Wait, I want to say something about the hygiene, though. Oh, forgiveness as hygiene. Okay, go. I think of it, too, like like more of an energetic hygiene. Right. It's not a physical 
shower or brushing <laughs> no. your teeth. No, but, doing. but <laughs> all that physical stuff does help the energetics. Yes. So well, if it's you've all been related. doing all the forgiveness energetic work, but not taking a shower. That shower, that physical shower is really going to help like mm-hmm. wash all of that work, wash all of that away. Yes. But go ahead and finish what you were saying. Okay, so I, I know one of the first things that came to my mind when we started getting our notes together about forgiveness is that phrase that you and I will say on the regular. It just comes up a lot because this is real life we're living. And that phrase is, hurt people, hurt people. Yes. And you know, sometimes, and like, and uh, well, well, here, okay. <laughs> that was part one of my thought. So here's the next oh, part. I was going to add to it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, you get your chance right after this. So the, th- the thought that comes up right after that is, especially in the context of forgiveness, is that, you know, I've been hurt. So I'm a hurt person. <laughs> Therefore, I'm sure I've hurt people. Yep. You know, and it's just that concept and that acknowledgement of, we think of forgiveness as something we have to do, you know, like, because... Other people have hurt us and we're, we're forgiving them. But the reverse is just as valid and true. It's like, well, you know, we've, I've hurt people, so they're going to have to forgive me. Yeah. yeah. And also, and then I'll add to forgiving yourself. Yes. Forgiving all around. yourself. Like it's just this full... 360 kind of thing. And that's why it's hygiene, because it's a normal, daily, consistent thing. Yes, it is a daily... It it really is helpful to think of it as a daily practice, almost like how everyone knows about gratitude practice, right? Your your gratitude practice. Is it... Do you write it in a journal? Do you... Whatever it is for you, it's recommended as a daily practice. So forgiveness as a daily practice, I think could be really, really helpful. But what I was going to say about hurt people, hurt people, sometimes that's the phrase we use when it's like something happens and you just can't really expand on it. You can't explain it. You can't, or, or you're just too darn tired. (laughs) You know, you gave so much energy to the situation. You're like, ah, well, hurt people, hurt people. And that sort of puts the period on it. It's like, Okay, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. So I know we've used just that phrase. How like, it is? It's a very helpful phrase to have sometimes, where yeah. you don't have to get all into it and you know try to explain and it and analyze. make sense out of it and yeah, figure out I, motives and yes, because I'm so <clears throat> guilty of that. Like just trying to figure out what, why a person did what they did, mm-hmm. because I want to understand. And have more compassion. Honestly, I'm trying to get from being angry, irritated, or whatever it might be. I'm trying to get to compassion. Like, you know, not it's not all personal, right? So yeah, it's I not try about you. to get right. And so I, so often I will use. Okay, well maybe, but here's the thing: I will never know. I will never know. Mm. But sometimes it helps my mind. And related to that is. Is this thing that I think 
probably most of us have heard about this phenomenon, this, this mental phenomenon called fundamental attribution error. And it's like this fancy phrase, fundamental attribution error, for that tendency that all of us have is to like, basically, I think of it as like, I guess this is the harshest way to put it, of making excuses Uh-oh. for yourself. Oh, okay. Like if I didn't get something done that I was supposed to get done, mm-hmm. like I know that it's because it just so happened that other more important things came up and then I yeah, made a judgment. I made a judgment call mm-hmm. because of the specific special situation that came that happened. And so I didn't come through on something. But that's because it was a special situation and that's the attribution. You know, that I'm attributing my not coming through to the situation. Okay. But if somebody else doesn't come through, the natural tendency I will have is to be like, well, that's that that's because that person is irresponsible. They're mm-hmm. a flake, mm-hmm. and that's why they didn't come through, right? Yeah. Like I attribute it to who they are as a person mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. to, hey, they have a special circumstance too. Everybody right. has a special circumstance. It's like, yeah, I th- that's funny to yeah. me. It's like you're sitting in traffic and, you know, it's like all these people on the road and they're just clogging up the road. And it's like, you're part of the traffic too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's trying to get somewhere. Yeah. To, that yeah. is so, so true. And I think too, with, with, it's like, we just never know what. Like prior to whatever act needs to be forgiven, mm-hmm. whatever okay. thing that happens, right? Yeah. Whether we've done behavior. it, whether they've done it, whatever it is, whatever happens, yeah. you just never know what happened before that happens. Right. If you that know, was the what straw was that, that right. broke that poor camel's back. You just never back. know yeah. what someone has been through, what their whole story is, what was going on internally for them. And so, you know, again, it doesn't excuse anything, but it does help to see that, yeah, okay, we're all going through stuff. Mm -hmm. We all have skilled and unskilled ways of, of living in this world and communicating and expressing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to each other. So I think that's always helpful to remember. Yeah. But why don't we talk a little bit about, well, what is forgiveness? Because, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode is because I still hear from people, even just recently, I heard from someone when I, when I suggested to them, like, you know, well, maybe um, there's another layer of forgiveness there. And the person had told me, um, well, I've already done that. And, oh, my God, I keep giving... You know, I keep giving so much to her. Mm. It, was a, it was a relationship. Like I keep giving so much to her. It's like, and I think the the maybe the traditional way of forgiveness is like you're. I you touched on this just a while ago. You're doing something for that other person. <laughs> I'm forgiving <laughs> them. Right. They don't deserve it. Like I'm doing what I'm going to give more energy to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's not, so when I heard that, I'm like, we gotta, we gotta talk about, talk about this because, you know, even though more and more people know it 
to be this or reconceptualizing way, what forgiveness is. Yes, it really is more about you're doing it to for free yourself, you. right? Yeah. yeah, for yourself, and it's about really giving up your perspective on that situation, whatever perspective you're holding on to, giving that up for another one. Which is more freeing for more yourself. More freeing, more energy efficient, mm-hmm. and allows you to release whatever that thing. More healthy, more sustainable. Yes, it's a stronger... Yes, because we own... Like, it's a stronger uh, point of view in, in the sense that it helps you to be stand in your strength. Yes. Abs- yeah, absolutely. And... Instead of something, <sighs> instead of holding on to the view, I'm I'm just trying to articulate what you said. Yeah, more. Um, so, so when it feels like we have forgiveness, that more forgiveness that needs to be done, it's because the point of view that we obviously have still is a point of view that takes up irritating space in our mental. <laughs> And it keeps, keeps if right. it keeps it, coming it's like up, it keeps it coming up, and it yeah. keeps making you be like, ah, right. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's a it's a point of view that a mental point of view and a attitudinal posture that you are putting yourself into, or that you are sub you are subject to, that is is creating weakness in you, because it's it's where your energy is going, your thought energy right. is going. They've even said like there's energetic blockages. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you probably don't want to keep feeling that way. (laughs) So let's try and and give it up. Yes. And let's give it up in exchange for another point of view. view. And a posture, an energetic posture that is stronger and sturdier. And it's not about condoning the behavior. You know, that's also another thing. It's not about right. condoning the behavior. Right. When you do your forgive, forgiveness work, it's also not... It's not, not saying it was okay. Right. It's also not some conversation. There's not one way where it's like, oh God, I have to go have this conversation no, with the person. That's oh my what God, I love. I have to go have coffee and we have to talk about it. No. It also doesn't mean you need to be best friends with the person Hell after no. it. I mean, there's so many... It's It's up to you. That's the great thing, right? It's up to you. What... Does your heart want what's good for you? What's healthy for you? Does this person add life mm-hmm. to you? You know, do you feel really good when you're around them? I mean, there's so many things. But, oh, yeah. I mean, there's so much, right? I'm just sorry. I'm just kind of yeah. like working through the energy of how I'm feeling as we think about, as we <laughs> talk at, about this. Um, and I realize that, yeah, it might sound foreign to some people or it might so- feel hard to get that it's not about condoning behavior or making somebody else's actions, hurtful actions, okay. Um, it, you know what it reminds me of? Um, I, was, I was planning to have this be later in the episode, but I'll just bring it up now because it seems to relate. So the concept of imprisoning people, like putting people behind bars, um, I don't uh, like when that is referred to as punishment. Mm. To me, when you're putting people in prison, it's not punishment for them. It's really just 
for the sake of public safety. Mm-hmm. That's all. I don't know, how, how does this relate to forgiveness? I guess it relates to forgiveness in the way of like, it's not about getting revenge or punishing people. Right. So true. And, and when you're, so when you're forgiving somebody, to me, it's not about like letting them off the hook or mm-hmm. um, like pardoning them so that they don't have quote unquote punishment. Um, and I guess that really, that, that relates to like, it's not about acting like everything's okay and you're going to be best friends with them again mm-hmm. or anything like that. Right. Um, and if you choose be, for the sake of health and everything, it's kind of like for public safety and public health, you're not going to be friends with them. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's punishing them. It's just for the sake of health. Yeah. You know, those are like two yeah. separate things that can look the same. Am I making sense? Yeah, you are. I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of, tr- I feel like I'm you kind know, of um, working the logic of this. Yeah, out. like thinking, I'm tr- thinking Yeah, out loud. just thinking out loud. Yeah. So I'm not even sure that I'm making sense. Well, we're having a conversation okay. and okay. I think that's okay. All right. Thank you. You know, some something I will say though, along the lines of what you're expressing is that like, and going back to that forgiveness example I gave, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, no, I'm not going to forgive them. You know, I'm not giving them that. I'm not going to give them that, you know, and it's, and we're holding on to it. And, and I know you've heard, heard this expression. It's like not forgiving someone is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, because like it doesn't have to, anything that to do energy, with them really. Right. Yeah. Because energy is energy. So if you are just, if any of us are just, you know, like that person, that person, but then all these other lovely beings in our lives, right? The people we really like. It's easy to love. It's like, ah, oh, these are all my people. I love all these people. It's so and they treat easy. you so well. And they're so yes, kind to you and, and so decent and, to you. And right, they forgive and, you. And, right, and you like, learn how to, you've learned their language. They've learned yours. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a flow to it. Maybe they're longer standing relationships. But on this side here, it's like, er, er, er. Energy is energy. So when we're going, er, 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 on this side, mm-hmm. it's still energy we're emitting. You know, yes. it's not like, oh, it's just going to that, oh, we're just directing it to that person. Mm. We are still, car- we're carrying around, it's like mm. the pig pen in Charlie Brown, right? It, okay. We're still, we're carrying it around, that dust cloud, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's still energy. So if we're so, and it's if we're allowing, we are being. yes, if we're allowing that thing yeah. Yeah. to hold us down, to make us into a person that we don't want to be yeah do you really want to be that person do i don't be? Pig I, really pen? don't. I don't i, I want to bathe and be fresh <laughs> not have be old <laughs> or this dust cloud around me i don't want to be that person yeah it's i think what you're talking about is is relates to something else i jotted down which is like really do we really want to allow um someone else's moment of weakness um, mm-hmm. to become the center of our own identity. It's no. like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to have my 
identity be wrapped around what I consider to be someone else's weakness, right? You know, or a moment of weakness or not being their best self. It's like, come on, let's not do that. Um, I think, and I guess that that's, that's the work of, yeah, staying free, staying free to be the person, to be your better self Mm -hmm. most of the time, staying free. Um, And I, that's how I interpret the the portion of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave when he he said um, to be to be like God. I think the phrase was he, to be like your father or to be like the Son of God, which really means um, just to be like God, like how God is, where God makes the sun to rise on everybody, mm, and the yeah, rain yeah. the rain falls on everybody. It's mm. not like Mm-hmm. Who's a good person and who's right. a bad person? Right. And right. It's like yeah. just that's beautiful. Be the same to every you know. Just be the person you're going to be. Be the best person you're going to be, and don't allow other people's moments of weakness to change that about you. Oh, but toast. It's so hard sometimes. That's why it's good. But that's life, right? Like that's because if it wasn't what, hard, right? Then, then we wouldn't be talking about this. We'd all just be like, if it wasn't like hard, a dog, we wouldn't be talking about it. But <laughs> what am I even saying? Okay. Anyway. Okay. But it's kind of going off the rails. Yeah. So it's, I think, you know, okay. So I'll just, I'll just, so I have one thing that I've, that I was struggling with before was someone that, um, I no longer have a relationship with in terms of a professional relationship. But in this professional relationship, when I did have one, wow, I really allowed myself to get triggered left and right by this person. And, um, oh, it was so hard because this do you person- think they were, Do you think they were purposefully trying to get you worked up? I, let me see. That's a, that's a tricky, I think there are layers to even that question. Mm. I think maybe a part of themselves, themselves, um, wanted to have a certain outcome. So in that way, yes, Okay. they were trying to get that outcome. So whatever they needed to do to say to me, whatever, you know, to get that outcome, they did, Mm. um, on the bigger whole, was it, was it this, you know, um, trying to really hurt me, hurt, hurt, hurt? No, I don't, I don't believe that. So, but it was very difficult. And as I got to know this person more, I started to see, huh, I think this person, and of course this is my perspective, right? So I don't, I don't, I will never have this confirmed, Mm -hmm. but from my perspective that again, I just try to, I want to understand this Mm -hmm. person. Um, I started seeing like, you know, I think this person a lot of times is acting from like their, you know, 13 year old self, Mm. you know, and this, and you know, when I, when I relate to my 13 year old self, I wanted, I wanted validation 
I mean, I still want validation, right? That's, that's a, that's That's a consistent need. Yeah. And that's the time in your life when you're starting to realize, um, the, the, social status yeah, it, element that, exactly. of society. Right. The fact and you that want there's approval. such a thing as cool or not cool. Yes. Right? And you want approval and yeah. you want to say the right things and you want to, you know, all that stuff. And then when I started to see that, see this person through that 13-year-old lens, mm-hmm. I would, it was really easy for me to, to imagine this person as a 13-year-old mm-hmm. And it was helpful. Like I, I just, I just felt more compassion. I felt mm. more patient. Mm. It really did allow certain um, interactions to flow more, and not, oh, wow. you know, it, I wasn't allowing myself to get as tr- triggered. Mm. Now, was it always like that? No. You know, if I came to the table tired or my energy was low to begin with. It's too hard. It was too hard, you know, mm. and then it, I would be triggered and all this kind of stuff. But seeing, but thinking that, you know, whenever, when something happens where I'm just like, oh my God, like that, that was hurtful or that was, oh, that was tough, whatever it might be. Now I do try to look at, okay, what was that? What did that, what was that person needing? You know, that person needed something. And there, some need wasn't being met. And oftentimes it comes from like this younger age, you know, and yeah, what I connect that to is, so for me, just growing up, you know, one of the things that um, has sort of followed me through life because it was an, a belief that I, um, that was programmed into me before I was seven, you know, that's how, what they say, right? Like the, yes, the, the earliest beliefs years you have, are the right, most from, important. Oh my right. God. I, yeah. And that's, that's a whole other podcast. Oh my we really God. should talk about that. Yeah. But one of it was that my voice wasn't being heard. So mm. I believe that my voice is not efficient. And I think it's interesting. We're doing a podcast. Yes. We do music. Mm. So we, do, I do things in an effort to be heard. Mm. Yet there is still an old part of me in the subconscious that feels like, I'm not heard and my voice is not efficient. And in a lot of these forgiveness situations where forgiveness is called for, that lesson shows up. So oftentimes, you know, when we're saying um, something's happening to me, Mm -hmm. right? And then they say, oh, no, it's not. It's happening for you. But it, it really is like there's something for us to learn. And I think that, so for me with this, with this person Mm -hmm. interacting with them, I felt oftentimes like, are you not hearing me? Mm -hmm. Are you just pushing your way through here? Like just, and if you're asking for my opinion, like, why are you not like, what is happening here? But then I could really connect it to my own Mm -hmm. lessons and the things I come to that relationship with. So anyways, it was helpful. It was helpful for me to see it in terms of my, what, what, what am I bringing to the table? What are my lessons? But also, you know, so looking at my younger self, but also seeing them in the framework of a younger self wow. and their lessons, Yeah, right? Because I feel like sometimes we're all at times running around in a younger self where right. a need wasn't met so and true. we're just banging into each other and all these hurt wounds are just, we're just poking each other's wounds, not trying to hurt each other, not trying to do all that stuff. That's, that's the poignant thing. It's like, we really are all just doing the best that we know how. 
I agree. And we make a mess and we hurt each other. Yeah, and I agree. And we just all just continue to do our best, you know, after that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But what you, the, that story of dealing with um, somebody who is challenging and, and yet you're able to see it in light of how it could, how it was part of your spiritual development. Yes. It really reminds me of that, that other saying of like, you know, you, you don't have friends or enemies, you have teachers. Yes. You know, it's like, wow. Oh my gosh. Process it in that way. It's like, geez, talk about the humility of that. Right. Oh my gosh. And, and, and and seen from that perspective, it literally is a sincere kind of thank you. Oh my gosh. (gasps) You know, what are you doing toast? (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember that quote? Because I would love to use that quote to when we do our social post for this episode. Okay. That we are not, because that's so true. And if we could see, because here's the thing, inherent in having a teacher, Mm -hmm. when you have a teacher, Mm -hmm. there is a natural respect you have for the teacher. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that you know, even though we would like to think, oh, I respect everyone. Sometimes that's the Sorry, first thing I to don't. go when it's <laughs> yeah. the first thing to go, right? When some, someone yeah. does something and you're yeah. like, well, then. Right. Um, but when it's a teacher, even if they're giving a hard lesson or tough love, it's like there is still that line of respect. And so I love that perspective. And, but, but see, so much wisdom is required in that kind of situation because, mm-hmm. you know, you also have the legitimate horror stories of right. self-proclaimed yep. gurus and self-assigned right. teachers right. who freaking who abuse, abuse people. Yes. Yes. And so there's so much wisdom <sighs> I mean, that is required to be like, Jesus. yeah, you're my yep. teacher, but that, that doesn't mean I'm here for your so abuse and to be a right. doormat. So it's like, ah, anyway. But that's why so we're interesting. here. We're learning. Yeah we, yeah. we just have to learn it. Okay. Oh my God, this this episode is all over the place. (laughs) But that's like life. Welcome. Life is all over the place. To life as a podcast episode. All over the place. Anyway. It's not a listicle. Life is not a listicle. I don't know what that means. It's those blog articles where it's like the five things to do for forgiving someone. Can you spell that word? L-I-S-T-I-C-L. Oh, listicle. Listicle. Okay. I think you said article. A listicle. Oh, no. Listicle. Listicle. Like it's not, it's an article that is made up of a list to get you to click. I love those though. (laughs) That's why they write them because we (laughs) click on them. Oh my gosh. I will always click. Okay. um, See, we so want, (sighs) we we want the the sense of security that comes from this veneer of orderliness. Oh, I right. love because order. That, because that gives us a sense of safety and security. Oh, I need safety and you know, security. As organisms, as animals in the world, yes. we want that. And so we'll click because we think, oh, here, here, they I have it all figured things. out. And they're gonna, yeah. as long as I know these yeah. five things, I'll be safe. Yeah. I fall for it every single time. Oh. And yet I know, I know. I'll fall for it sometimes and other times I'll be like, come on. Anyway, okay. I will. I will. I will always. This is a whole another podcast topic. <laughs> I will always click, even if milliseconds after I'm like, <laughs> but I will always click, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just in case just it has salvation. Case. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're wrapping oh, this episode my up. Goodness. Okay, okay so we, what we the have hell? to like do this. 
do this topic again because this is surprising, more surprisingly There's juicy so much and funny really than, I, than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Okay. okay, so now what the hell does a person do, right? We're talking about forgiveness. Yes, come on. Though. Now there's so now. many things you can do. But again, like Toast said, there's, there's so much and we have just this little episode to do. So we thought we would take something from the islands, which Hawaiian we were born islands. and raised in, on, called Ho'oponopono. And Toast will share. You Why don't you break down, the, break down the meaning of it? Okay. Well, I just have to say, it's been kind of funny having been born and raised in Hawaii and exposed to this practice, this ritual, Ho'oponopono. And then seeing it become kind of like trendy in oh, I know. the yeah. consciousness community. Uh, but okay, so Pono, so we're going to do the etymology of Ho'oponopono uh, based on my very non-expert background in yeah, Hawaiian none language. Us, we're, we're, none of us have, it's a weird, this is a whole other topic, oh my God. but none of us have Hawaiian blood running through us, but we have many generations of our family um, being born and raised on the islands. So, so it's such so a different are raised thing. adjacent to the culture. Yes. You know, yes. Like- and that matters to people who are, that matters. It just matters in the culture. Yes. If you have the blood, don't have the blood. I mean, it's a very, it really is a, it's, it's interesting. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so just from having been, again, adjacent to the culture and being born and raised and uh, like singing the songs. You yes. Know, um, yeah. And yeah. so being exposed to the language in that way, <clears throat> again, not, not an expert, but we know that the word pono means righteousness or being is the state motto of Hawaii. And it means the life of the land is perpetuated in righteousness. In other words, in being right, in being in right relations with Mm -hmm. the natural world, with each other. So that's the idea of pono. When you join the same word together twice, pono, pono, it means just very meaningful. It's It's like very much so righteousness. It's like, you'll recognize this from one of the songs that we sing, Sienna, uh, Ua li'i li'i. Mm. Ua means rain. Li'i means little. So ua li'i li'i means the misty kind of rain. Very fine oh, particle rain. Yeah. Li'i li'i. So yeah. pono pono, very righteous. And when you, when you um, have the word ho'o preceding something or applied to something, that means the act of doing it. Mm. So ho'o, pono pono, is just the act the practice of making things right. I love that. Making things right. Beautiful. And also saying it, isn't that just nice too? All the vowels in Hawaiian is really cool. It's It's very satisfying. It's kind of like Italian. (laughs) They have those arias that they sing in Italian and it's so beautiful because there's so many vowels. Well, Hawaiian has more vowels. So yeah, but that's why it's so beautiful to sing too. Yeah, it's and so how the fun. harmonies. It's open, yes, it's spacious. Yes, it's, it's so fun to uh, sing Hawaiian songs because of all those vowels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ho'oponopono. Now we have the the breakdown of the words. So what is so, it in yeah. in more like common practice? Mm-hmm. So 
There's a prayer associated yeah, there, with there's, it. Yeah, right? it's called the Ho'oponopono prayer. And what this prayer is, is simply, very simply, very simply, like coming from your heart, thinking about the person, the situation, or yourself. And if it's, life if it's itself. You. Yeah. So it goes, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. That's it. I love that. I know. It's so simple. I know. But when you come down to it. That's what it comes down to. That's all of life (laughs) right there. It's so, yeah. I just. The humility, the responsibility, the Mm. gratitude, the just being present for the love and the exchange that is among and that's possible for yes. all of us in relations, and, all my relations. And what I'll say is that, you know, even though we could talk about certain journaling practices, imagery, energetic, energetic imagery, meditations where the person, you know, we could talk about all these things. And we could go into all kinds of details and techniques to and- me. This really is it. Like, like you get to that space. It's not complicated, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. terms of what you're being asked to, to the, in terms of the prayer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Yes. And that's a kindergarten level prayer right there. Yes. But right? so powerful, yeah. right? Everything I needed to know, I learned in kindergarten. Post, you're full of the posters and the quotes. <laughs> that's um, the book. Remember that book? Yeah. Something, something I remember one, this was kind of recently, actually, um, I was falling asleep or trying to fall asleep and I was thinking, and a person came to mind and I felt like, um, I wronged this person. Mm. So it was, it was kind of on my heart and I, um, I've done work on it. Right. I mean, I mean, I have, I've done work on it, but it came up again. So anytime something comes up again, I'm like, okay, there's another layer. You know, it's less about like, I thought I did that. That did, it didn't work then. You know, it's about, oh, life is not binary like that. (laughs) Here's another layer. Generally. (laughs) So as I fell asleep, you know, I just tried to get to my heart and just really loving the person. And, um, because this person I do want in my life, it's Mm -hmm. not like, you know, someone else, but I did the prayer, you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And I was almost chanting it in my mind and heart like a mantra. Mm. It's doing that, doing that. And what was so lovely, it's like, thank you, universe. Thank you, energy. The very next morning, I woke up and the person had sent me a direct message in my Instagram. Mm. And I hadn't heard from this person in so long. Wow. And it wasn't about like, hey, what are you? You know, it was, um, she sent something and was just like, oh, I thought of you beautifully light, just, it was, it was so nice. And I was like, oh, thank you, prayer, you know? Yeah. So, you know, healing can happen in these like ways that are seemingly small, light, but it doesn't mean it's not deep, you know? Yes. Or effective or healing's always happening. You know, it's always happening. Yes. And that's why we say energetic hygiene. Energetic hygiene. Yep. It's just like wash your hands, people. Brush your teeth, girly. Mm-hmm. Take a shower. You know? <laughs> it's always ha- it's always happening. It's always happening. 
It's not a special thing. And how lucky are we that yeah. we get to have this beautiful thing as part of our daily lives. Mm. That's, we're so lucky to be living this life. Mm. We are. Thanks for listening. Hope you got something out of this podcast. If you want to be a part of supporting the podcast, we invite you to just leave a rating. You can leave a little review and share it. And in that way, you will be supporting your friendly neighborhood lesbians. <laughs> Thank you once again. You can see uh, find us on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. We have a YouTube account, but we're most active on Instagram, honestly. But in all of those places, we are Sienna and Toast. Sienna spelled with one N. S-I-E-N-A and Toast. And like we always say, live your love story. See you on the next episode. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.